Hello everybody, it's me, Lindsay Rogers, and welcome to episode number 16 of the Pro Wrestling Fan Vlog Podcast. And I want to talk about some crazy topics, and the first topic we're going to be talking about is, well, apparently, the Ring of Honor and the sudden reuniting of incoherence. However, I'm starting to doubt something is going on. That somebody could have produced this. And I thought maybe it would be the one who would be it. And that is Delirious. Yes, since I kind of looked up at Wikipedia. And Delirious is in fact a senior producer. But I thought that maybe he would be responsible. But for his own match, I'm not 100% sure. But then something just made me go crazy. And that suddenly, I don't know what I was doing. When. I mean, there's a bunch of producers. I thought it could have been somebody like the like Jonathan Gresham or Real Ferreira. Which I am not 100% sure if they are uh, producers. There's... But I'm starting to think, maybe did Delirious done this by himself? Or did somebody else help him? Which I'm starting to doubt it might be. I don't like to put in conspiracies, but unless this is 100% sure, uh, for the reuniting of incoherence, Delirious might have helped out putting his match together against Shane Taylor and his crew of known as St. Taylor Productions. But the reason why I'm saying this is, well, this is kind of a spoiler. Ring of Honor had, Ring of Honor not only had Delirious, Hollow Wicket, and Frightmare reunited together as incoherence, but apparently Ultramantis Black came out, out to accompany the the the, th- the trio and I'm trying to think who would put something like this together and then it just made me realize it's not just Delirious there's somebody else and despite I had to look through all this and despite even they left me a link with an article but I'm not 100% sure about this but if there's anybody who could have been behind of at least the incoherent situation Shin, is it for the inc- for the reuniting of incoherence in Ring of Honor or especially Glory by Honor if there's somebody else who would be behind this I'm having a bad feeling it might be somebody. And I smell a rat. And the rat is Chris Hero. And. But anyway, it says here. Because I'm reading an article from 411 Mania. Who posted this on July 12th. Of, and it says here Chris Hero reportedly worked as an agent for Ring of Honor's Best in the World. 
And it says here, John Pollock of Post Wrestling reports that the former two-time Ring of Honor Tag Team Champion and former Duddy NXT Superstar Chris here was backstage... <coughs> backstage... At the Ring of Honor Best in the World pay-per-view on Sunday, the reports noted Hero worked as an agent for the show. In a statement to Post Wrestling, Ring of Honor COO Joe Koff confirmed Hero was in attendance for the show, stating Chris was there and always home at Ring of Honor. The report also mentions there's no additional details in Hero's status with Ring of Honor Beyond Best in the World event. And it goes on saying Hero's first involvement with the company back in back during in the Ring of Honor versus CCW storyline in 2006. And he would eventually go and sign with WWE in 2012 before briefly turning to Ring of Honor in 2013. So, if Joe Koff is con- kind of confirming this, this is really crazy. See, because that means he probably was responsible for the er, the incoherence reunion. And why on earth Ultramantis Black was there? But I don't know. It was weird. 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 And weird. And if you guys don't know about the story about Incoherence, let me explain. Incoherence was a tag team originally of, well, uh, Delirious and Hollow Wicked. Although then Hollow Wicked had to replace Delirious because he was more committed to, I guess, Ring of Honor with Frightmare. And I think they were both being managed by Ultramantis Black. I... Heck... Uh, just Frightmare and Hollow Wicked. But I know he he didn't manage uh, Hollow Wicked and Delirious. But now all three of them and Hollow Wicked and uh, Ultramantis Black being uniting at the Ring of Honor uh, Glory by Honor. And there's got to be a reason why I have four masked wrestlers together again. And I was like, why would Ring of Honor would book this? this? I mean, these guys haven't seen each other since the days in Shakara. Uh, and then, all of a sudden, it's starting to make a lot of sense if Chris Hero had is had been involved in this. If he is the producer, then he's probably helped out Delirious put this match together. I mean, it would be crazy enough. I mean, also, no offense to Shane Taylor, but I guess he would know as well, but for him and his, uh, for him and his, uh, friends, tag team partners, there's, 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 uh, caught it, and Moses says, it's kind of crazy. I don't know what else to say about this, but... Only thing is, why? Why did this happen? Anyway, I'm starting to doubt that. That. Now, if you guys don't know about Chris Harrell, I may have to start, but I may have to do another episode for a podcast just to explain Chris Harrell and why he was in Ring of Honor. 
partner. And especially these, when it all started, that these Ring of Honor versus CCW storyline. But anyway, we'll be right back. Or I'll be right back after, I guess, a commercial to be played. Stay tuned. Okay, I guess this is gonna count. I might as well share. So I just saw a Instagram post from Sammy Callahan, and and it's been announced on on his that is now announced on uh, the Wrestling Revolver on their on their uh, Instagram account PW Revolver. Go follow it if you want to. Uh, they just announced on their Instagram account for their show on Saturday, October 30th in Clive, Iowa. It'll be live on Fight TV, by the way, if you guys want to sign up for uh, Fight TV. Um, just, if you're a new member, just stick, stay tuned and I will tell you how to sign up for it. It says here. Breaking. Sign for 10.30. Hashtag Tales from the Ring. Horizon Event Center in Clive, Iowa. Live on at, on at Fight TV. Main event. The Switchblades. John Moxley and Sammy Callahan versus the Wolves. Stevie Richards and Eddie Edwards. Holy smokes. And they say this is a dream tie team match. Now... I don't want to put anybody's hopes up, but I just feel like there's a possibility D.B. Richards may end up bailing. I hope not for the case. It's because last time he did something like this, um, last time he was booked for something, he kind of bailed out. And, uh, it was awful. <laughs> oh. He didn't, and he gave like a last minute notice. And I just don't want, this, but I just don't feel like their dreams won't get dashed because Davy Richards is complete fool or something. But anyway, if you guys don't know about the Switchblades and the Wolves, well, <laughs> I got a story for you. Actually, before you get all mad at me, especially you two, you, uh, uh, <laughs> Anchor, Spotify. Let me explain about the Switchblades. Actually, they call themselves the Switchblade Conspiracy, but then they just prefer to call themselves the Switchblades. It's a tag team duel of John Moxley and Sammy Callahan. Not to be confused with Switchblade <laughs> Jay White. <laughs> That's his nickname. <laughs> But what is the story about Callahan and Moxley? Well, I guess prior to Mox getting to WWE and Callahan, who knows what? <laughs> Mostly I could say probably, I don't know, somewhere. They didn't even know he ended up on Impact Wrestling, I think. <sighs> but bad enough is how he was treated in WWE badly enough. But anyway, John Moxley and Sammy Callahan had been a tag team um, in uh, the independent scene um, for quite a while. Until 
Mox got signed with Diddy. And that was like the end of it. I don't know how much I can explain this, but I know that I think they had wrestled in CCW. I'm not 100% sure, but I will just make sure you guys can understand that. Now, as for the Wolves, holy crud, holy crud, holy crud. This is crazy. <laughs> this, I am. I can't believe they haven't teamed for, like, what, since they kind of broke up on Impact? But if you guys don't know about the story about the Wolves, <laughs> this is going to be funny. Apparently, Davey Richards and uh, Eddie Edwards, also was known as the American Wolves in Ring of Honor, uh, they first became a tag team in Ring of Honor. They're, I mean, they had tag team, they teamed up in Ring of Honor, and even though they went on to Impact Wrestling, they were brought in by MPP, storyline-wise. <laughs> um, I guess you can say that. I can't remember who brought them. Yeah, it was MPP. Anyway, um, but DP and Eddie are, like, the craziest tag team. I know how they with Tagalicos, not only in Ring of Honor or Impact Wrestling, but, uh, well, yeah, <laughs> even Pro Wrestling Gorilla, I think they have teamed there as well, <laughs> but they now prefer to call themselves the Wolves, because, you know, they just still, they know they are American, um, they were the, I guess, the good tag team. Although, I also had him called that they also ended up teaming up with Chris Hero in a trios tag team match. A trios tag team match. Or it's known as the six-man tag team. <laughs> um, I forget who the heck they wrestled. I think against Brian Danielson and two guys from Pro Wrestling Noah. I can't remember. It's on, their, it's on the, I think it's on the Ring of Honor YouTube channel. Anyway, um, so yeah, this is a shock. The only thing is, I'm just hoping David doesn't bail. <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, yeah. So if you guys want me to talk about any of them, them, uh, more, I'll probably do a feature. I'm probably trying to do an episode about them. Oh, for, or men, maybe. <laughs> anyway, when we, when I return, I guess we'll talk about another wrestling update. Thanks. <sighs> okay, I guess I should do talk about this hot take. And what happened was, I was I was doing something that somehow it makes me go on to uh, Twitter and st- or no, not Twitter, um, Wikipedia. And for some reason. I ended up looking at, um, about Paige and her whole entire family. Like, and because, anyway, I go into Paige's Wikipedia page for some odd reason. Scroll down to her personal life. And it says here about the whole entire fiasco of a relationship. Uh, page hat. And let me read you this part that you guys should hear about. It says here, on, according to her Wikipedia page, in October 2016, 
Beavis became engaged to fellow wrestler Jose Alberto Rodriguez Chucan. 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 I guess that's how you say it. Uh, known in the WWE as Alberto Del Rio. But they end their relationship in late 2017. On July 14th, 2021, this has been added because I remember that part. It says here on July 14th, 2021, Rodriguez, during an interview with Hannibal TV, made threats to expose Pace for her previous arrest and also made claims of domestic violence against her. Rodriguez himself is currently facing sexual assault allegations from his former girlfriend and could face life in prison in, in, if convicted. And this is a quote saying, I had another situation with another person accusing me of something. What's your evidence? And thank God now, and I said this in my interview with my great friend, Hugo Sandovich, I guess that's how you say it. Hey, we, he, him, and Paige had a confident agreement in the past for $1 million. The only reason why I didn't, I never did anything, never said anything, I never exposed you, you Paige. I never, I'm just reading, just understand where I'm reading this. I'm reading the quotes and also the, uh, uh, the parentheses. I never told the truth about all your arrests for domestic violence when we were together. But please, don't mess with me again. Enough is enough. I had no intentions of, and everyone knows who I'm talking about. No more. No more. Enough is enough. The confidential agreement is no longer there. You breached the contract, so now I can tell the truth about who was and who wasn't arrested at three different times for domestic violence, and it wasn't me. Seven police reports for domestic violence, and it wasn't me, Rodriguez said. And when I saw that, I was like, what the heck? is going on. And of course the mentioning of uh her current I guess her current relationship with uh fallen reverse Earth lead singer Ronnie R- Redkey. Um which is which is uh on his Wikipedia page. So when I read that I was like there's no way this is true. So then there's so I saw this citation, you know, I know Wikipedia's weird without any citations, but I found out then. And apparently, it led to a, an article from Wrestling Inc. An article that, that let me kind of now understand where this is coming from, okay? The, the author, Mark Middleton, puts in this, says, Alberto Dorio sends a warning to Paige and threatened to expose past incidents. I'm like, oh jeez. 
It's this year, former WWE champion Alberto Del Rio, or Alberto El Patreon. Well, it says in parentheses, a.k.a. Alberto El Patreon, recently appeared on Hannibal TV. Now, before I continue, Hannibal TV is a YouTube channel, so shout out to them. Anyway, uh, the, the, it's a interview. And issue a message to his message to his ex-fiance, former WWE Women's Champion, Paige. Paige and Alberto went public with their relationship in May of 2016. They were engaged in October 2016 after Paige popped the question in the middle of the ring during a WWC event in Puerto Rico after Del Rio's match with Carlito. And if you guys don't know what WWC stands for, it's World Wrestling Council. It is a wrestling promotion uh, that is run by... Uh, I just want to make sure Turner understand this. <sighs> it's a wrestling promotion out in, uh, in Puerto Rico, run by Carlos Colon. <coughs> and... Um, and if you guys don't know who Carlos Colon, you're, I guess you can, you're more familiar with, uh, Carlito, oh, oh, cool, and, uh, his cousin, his brother and cousin, their runs in Diddy, so, yeah. And it's crazy. Anyway, uh, continuing on. Uh, where was it? Great. Um, Paige dropped to one knee and asked Del Rio to marry her, and he said yes. Del, Del Rio was still married at the time, but was going through divorce to his estranged wife in Mexico, Angela. The relationship played out in the media and over social media, and the full and it was full of ups and downs until they confirmed their split in December 2017. Del Rio spoke to former daddy commentator Hugo Sandovich back in April and revealed that he and Paige had a one million dollar confidentially the agreement to. Safeguard his interests and future. In this new interview, Alberto claims that he and and Paige lied about their domestic incidents to protect their jobs, and that there are three arrests with seven total police reports related to their domestic troubles. He threatened to expose Paige and the fake stories. They told the media and the f- and the fans to protect her her dirty job if he is not left alone. There were at least three arrest incidents that were rumored heard or confirmed during the relationship. A 2016 incident in Las Vegas after Daddy Money in the Bank Inc. An incident in San Antonio where Paige lived with Alberto and their 
infamous July 2017 incident at the Orlando airport where Alberto chose those not to press charges against Page. Alberto claimed back in April that Page was arrested in San Antonio, Vegas, and Orlando and had six or seven police reports just in San Antonio. Del Rio also reiterate comments he made back in April, saying once he signed the $1 million confidential agreement, somebody made a typo here, it was it's just $1, but it's actually supposed to be $1 million. The $1 million confidential agreement, he then found out that Page didn't own a house or a car and had just sixty to $70,000 in her bank account. Alberto continues to say enough is enough and warn Page to leave him alone, but it remains to see where these threats are coming from. He previously stated it in that same April interview that he wants the best for Page. Still employed by WWE, Page has been in a relationship with falling in reverse singer Ronnie Radke since late 2018 and is focused on her Twitch channel these days. And it says here, you can see Alberto's few comments to Hannibal TV below, along with the video from the interview. And I kind of, and, and this is what I read, Ed, and apparently I watched the video and holy crap. And it says also, here, yeah, Alberto has recently experienced Expressed an interest in a return to day-to-day apologizing for the past mistakes. He also made it known he wants another daddy title reign, as noted he did here. And it was actually leading me to an article with that. And also says you can also click here for his recent comments on daddy and past mistakes, or click here for his recent comments on the major criminal charges he faces in August. And I kind of looked into that, and it's crazy. But apparently, I don't think he's in jail. And I'll explain why. And it says here, Alberto, and of course it mentions here, Alberto is scheduled to return to the ring on Saturday, July 34th in McAllen, Texas at the Peen Arena for the loaded head show in Mexico indie event. He will work that triple threat main event that night with Andrade El Idol and Carlito. Alberto is one of the promoters of the event. Um, so yeah. And I guess I didn't hear about this. But apparently the last thing that I, I did. I think I had kind of heard about this. I'm not 100% sure. But apparently they... There was comments about about this. Anyway, I'm wondering if Mark had heard about uh Huh. I just really want to know if Mark had heard 
about don't know this is recently okay so my thoughts about this and if you guys didn't know Alberto was facing criminal charges just that could put him away for a for life but apparently I don't think that's happened because um, there's and the reason why I'm saying this is Alberto has a YouTube channel no, and it stands at nearly almost 20,000 subscribers on YouTube. And from some reason, and, and um, I don't know if he has been, uh, I don't think he has been sentenced. I mean, if he was, I mean, it's cleared up. Now, the only thing is, I do want to know if there's any update to this madness. I mean, I would want to know, but I guess, yeah, they want me to contact him. But anyway. I'm looking at this. Oh, here we go. Something. Um. Hmm. Cultaholic is reporting. Thing. An article by Aiden Gibbon says. Uh. Oh wait. This has been on August nineteenth. Oh, jeez, this was what? Okay, so apparently, according to an article from Cultaholic by Aiden Gibbons, who cites from Mike Johnson of PW Insider, er, says, The trial of Alberto Del Rio, real name Jose Alberto Rodriguez Jucan, has been postponed again. And Mike Johnson of PW Insider has reported. Del Rio was originally stand trial in January 2021, but, but, but proceedings were, uh, were postponed until May a, in a last minute ruling. The trial was then pushed again to August 2nd and now postponed until Monday, October 25th in San Antonio, Texas. Several documents were filed before the court on August 3rd, PW Insider noted, but the trial did not begin and, and the new trial date of October 25th has been listed. The former WWE champion was indicted by a grand jury of four counts of sexual assault and one count of aggravated kidnapping in October 2020. Just understand that I should be careful of what I'm saying, but I don't accept this, okay? But anyway, there's more to this. Del Rio was initially arrested in May, and the police report noted that a female accuser told authorities that the wrestler kidnapped and then sexually assaulted and assaulted her. Del Rio also allegedly forced the woman to dance for him and after he 
threatened to drop her son in the middle of the road somewhere. The female accuser issued an apology to Del Rio's family in November 2020, but charges has not been dropped by prosecutors. Del Rio recently commented on the case while speaking to cage side seats Jaquille Majori, and the former Daddy champion believes it's just a matter of time until the case is dismissed. It's still going, it's still pending, but we're just waiting. Everything looks good. I have to say, Ed, I have I've said what I need to say in the past. Unfortunately, I can no longer talk about it because every time I say something, it affects my case. I went out and I said was what I approved to say. That ended up hurting me a little bit. All I can say a, is the truth always come out to light. We're doing good. The authorities in Texas are doing their jobs, Del Rio said. My legal team is doing a fantastic job. It's just a matter of time. It's really difficult for me and my family to hear those things. Everybody talks about the five years to life in prison. That sounds horrible. Why does nobody say, or he's going to be he proven innocent? I have said it. She had already withdrawn her charges. He has already talked to the DA. Or she said, since she has talked. Wait, I'm sorry, I'm confused here. He has already talked to the DA's A's office and told the tr- them the truth. She apologized and gave us a public apology and everything. Everything people need to know is out there. I share a lot of stuff in the past, but unfortunately I can't talk about it. What was supposed to be over less than a week got delayed because somebody got upset, and I understand it. That me being a me being me, a high profile case is difficult. As I said in my previous interviews, call me whatever, but didn't, but I didn't do any of these things. So, wow. So that's the explanation, huh? So yeah. Um, so, so, Alberto, so, Alberto, um, so, I'm trying to understand this. Alberto is Alberto saying that he's hoping he's innocent. Yet there are a bunch of people. Okay, I'm so confused about this. So, from what I'm trying to read, what it says here about Alberto, um, this is crazy. Oh God. 
Um, I don't know what to say about this. I kind of, I kind of had heard much about this, but I'm not really sure. But I mean, this is really kind of odd. I don't know why I'm going to say this, but it sounds like to me it's really ridiculous. Now, I'm shocked to hear about the situation he had with Paige. Really? I mean... I mean, I'm really so, like... Like, why was this, this not been mentioned? And there was... <coughs> what was it? It almost sounds like, what, an NDA thing he had on her? A non-disclosure? I find it so weird, but... The situation with Alberto, I don't know. I mean... Oh boy. I don't know how to much describe this, but it sounds... Ridiculous. Um, I don't. Part of me feels like, why was this? I don't know. I'm okay. Right now, I'm just gonna say this, this about Alberto. Uh, is if he is proven innocent, that's good. I guess. I don't know. It's hard. Let me put this in the way to everybody can understand. Part of me wants to see him go to jail. The other part of me does not. And the reason why is I used to love watching Alberto to Del Rio. And I kind of used to like them. I mean, my mother know that. <laughs> Jeez, how I can tell her about him going with these weird relationship situations. But at the other part of me saying for what happened with the situation with Paige, I'm like, good for her. I mean, she got out into a bad relationship. But then, of course, there was the crazy situation with his marriage that I had no idea was going on. So, yeah. I'm kind of confused about this. This. But with the situations of his, um... With the situations going on with him, I was like... I don't know. I'm really much confused about this. Because when I heard about what he did to Paige, it made me did not like him anymore. I mean, it was weird enough that I kind of want I, it's it's so confusing all I'm just saying this this right here is like want me to see him go to jail and want me to see him not go to jail but for me for the sake of this I just feel like he should then again I don't want to get in trouble with him so yeah and if you're thinking I'm just afraid of him, no, it's just, <laughs> all I'm just going to say is Alberto is kind of nuts. But, 
I mean, for what he has done, I don't know. And if Duddy does, I just give him a chance to come back. I know the pro, I know the Twitter, I know the pro wrestling community on Twitter would go completely ham. But everybody, but not as much as what happened when uh, when I had heard about this this uh, match that he had against um, against Carlito Colon and uh, Andrade. Which, by the way, <laughs> I do want to touch about a little bit about Andrade. Um, he's actually really happy. Actually, what I'm was is I saw him and his fiancée, uh, Charlotte Flair. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Um, the two of them were both spotted at a, uh, soccer match in Los Angeles. And it was revealed that he was actually having fun. <laughs> but anyway, when I heard, heard that he was promoting this match... That he had against Carlito and Alberto. I was like, bruh, why? The, you know, the pro wrestling community nearly almost want to get this guy gone. I mean, seriously. But, because of what happened, what he did with Paige. Now, and that's for, to be honest with you. I don't think Paige has actually. With you, I don't think I had seen much about Paige on on uh, on uh, on Twitch. But then again, I'm not much of a viewer, subscriber, follower of hers. So sorry. I mean, but all I'm just going to say is I'm just glad to hear that. Um, She's doing fine. And as for Alberto, that sounds like he's somewhat fine. Just charges are looming against him. And what she's speaking, that he believes that. I mean, you know, he needs to keep his... If he wants to keep his mouth... If he wants if he wants to prove innocent, um, he needs to keep his mouth shut. Because <laughs> otherwise... I mean, the DA in Texas will, whatever he's been, wherever he's been charged at, I don't know what city it is, will probably go and say, probably go online and see that article, and then they'll try to, they'll say something, like, yeah, he's guilty. I mean, right now, it's just so confusing right now. I mean, because what I'm just saying is, I I mean, I think tell you the truth I was not much keen on Paige as much as I was on Alberto. I mean, I used to enjoy watching Alberto. And the reason why I'm saying that is because of what I did in um <coughs> when I was in when I went to go see uh Dirty Live again in Trenton and sure enough uh Seeing him, him and seeing him wrestling, I mean, I don't know, it's confusing. Alright, anyway, 
I'm going to stop talking about this. Um, because I'm already confused. Is right now. And, uh. And I want to get into more trouble. But right now we're going to go into commercial break. But I'll probably have some other topics to talk about before I wrap this up. Okay? Okay. Alright, let's go over some couple of topics. Right now, I think Twitter is really much confused. But apparently, a wrestling last night that had both Nia Jax and Charlotte uh, Flair, which I spoke about earlier, um, a little bit. Um, apparently, something went crazy. It says here, on air, according to what uh, the trending topics of uh, says Charlotte. It says Nia Jax takes on Charlotte Flair on Daddy Monday Night Raw. And apparently, I'm getting weird t- tweets. People, I don't know why he's recommending a lot of people, but it's supposed to be about Charlotte Flair, which I am following because <laughs> I liked her. And ooh, there's some weirdos. Really, this is all about Ashley Flair, freaks. Hey, joyful. Just what I need. So, apparently... (laughs) I guess they're all talking about... (laughs) about what happened... I guess from what I'm reading is uh, Nia Jax returned, kicked Charlotte's (laughs) player's butt. (laughs) And Sean Ross a fightful tweeted saying in this, I don't know what the heck happened in Charlotte's versus Nia but I couldn't take my eyes off of it. And from what happened was, um, this looks, I don't know, it sounds like confusing. Um, it says here, somebody tweeted that who's a, a fan, is, I guess it's a fan count of Bianca Belair, says Charlotte, the moment she finds Naya in the backstage, H. And shares a a kind of a clip where, uh, Sami Zayn knocking the head off of Kevin Owens while he's on commentary with uh, Corey Graves. I was like, sheesh. Um, Somebody also tweeted, nobody. Nia Jax, when Charlotte smacked her head off, head, smacked head... Wait, Nia Jax when Charlotte smacked her hair on the side of her head. Uh, I guess that would prompt uh, Nia to go after her. And somebody tweeted saying, Nia Jax cleaned and pinned Charlotte. We move, boys. I'm like, seriously? <laughs> and then somebody tweeted also, Charlotte versus Nia tonight is the reason we need Total Divas. I know there's going to be some tea backstage after this. 
<laughs> I guess that's what everybody's talking about. And then, of course, someone shared off a clip of Naya giving Charlotte a three-piece and a biscuit. <laughs> In other words, I guess Naya is just slapping. It's a clip of Naya slapping Charlotte, silly. Hey. I don't know what to say about this, but <laughs> of course there's some I, there like there's some tweets going on that's so confused about this. Um, apparently, I guess somebody shared a clip of the new day <laughs> playing pool, <laughs> and it's then they somebody says Nia Jax versus Charlotte Flair, and it's actually. Coffee Kingston hitting the hitting the uh, billiard balls by hitting the white ball because they're playing pool and while Big E and uh, Austin Creed are watching <laughs> and um. I know there's a lot of tweet. I know there's like a lot of tweets go are like making me confused is but I guess from what happened is from what I'm trying to read despite everybody should be using Charlotte Flair there in their tweets so I don't get confused by this and see a lot of crazy crappy uh random tweets that nothing have to do with the topic since Twitter is Twitter, um, it looks like to me, I guess what I must prefer the match, it looks like uh, Charlotte got slapped uh, Nia Jax. Then, of course, they went and died each other on Raw, and Nia just beat her and won fairly. But, holy crud. I mean, I'm trying to see these tweets. It's about... Uh, about it, but <laughs> wait, what the heck? <laughs> oh, jeez, it looks like uh, our truth is on commentary. <laughs> Somebody tweeted Charlotte's Web in Oklahoma. <laughs> hashtag Daddy Raw. Hashtag at Ron Killers is goaded. <laughs> well, I guess from what I'm reading is, I guess, I guess, um, our chief is a savage. But, from what I'm trying to understand is about this Somebody said, the fact is we watch a shoot fight happen on live TV. <laughs> Hashtag day raw. Nah, because, like, Shara's been no-selling everyone since she returned. And Naya says, Biatch, I will throw Dan. And then wa and watch Naya get the blame, even though it was Charlotte's fault. <laughs> so, I think it, so, I think it's Andrade's fiancé is... <laughs> Starring up 
up, up something on the roll. <laughs> That's kind of crazy, funny. <laughs> um. Let's see. I'm just seeing if there's any more, uh, more, um, pro, any pro wrestling stuff on Twitter. Besides that, I'm so confused that Twitter is making me go crazy. <laughs> Um, I guess that's not about it. Um, wait, let me see if there's any more raw stuff. I see. Hmm. Okay, so I guess Daddy talked about, I guess people talking about, um, I guess everybody's talking about Carrion Cross. He just jumped on to uh on to the raw roster and I guess people are talking about him, I guess. Um if you guys didn't know, just Carrion Cross comes out and he looks like I don't know, something weird. Um, I guess everybody's talking about him. Um, if you guys didn't know, Carrying Cross, the people are talking about his dang entrance. And it says here, somebody tweeted, Why is Carrying Cross dressed as executioner on, on WCW NWO Revenge? Hashtag Daily Raw. <laughs> That's kind of weird. I have to agree with that. Um... Somebody shared a video clip of of Carrying Cross entrance. It says Carrying Cross entrance, but with the SmackDown vs. Raw 2011 default entrance music. <laughs> um, no fight for the wrestling. Somebody's tweeting. Not sure if it, um somebody Sean must have know says no reaction for Carrying Cross. Hashtag Day Raw. A, a, a fan account tweeted, "How are they? How are they going to keep putting carrying cross on TV while still getting crickets? But some of the girls, girls who get mega cheers every time they're on screen, get stuck in catering, eating the Caesars, eating the Caesar salad for weeks. <laughs> I don't know about I don't know what about that, but <laughs> I guess people are talking badly about." What's going on? Um, yeah, I guess people are really talking about Carrying Cross's ring gear. I mean, 
I don't know what to say. Somebody tweeted, says, Is it bad that I've been laughing every time you see Karrion Cross come out here in that mask? <laughs> I guess so. I mean, it's a weird, weird, weird situation. But I don't know. From what I can say is about this is... <laughs> um, it's crazy. Uh, somebody tweeted, a, oh wait, this is from last, some, okay, so I see some tweeted from last week, says about Carrying Cross. Somebody tweeted, says, Carrying Cross, how's it started and how's it going? Cause it's one of those, those memes. And it shows that Carrying Cross with, uh, I think it's, her name is Scarlet? Let, um, let, uh. With the uh, Dirty NXT title carrying the whole net. And now it's like, okay. So I guess people are still talking about his awful ring here. <laughs> I don't blame the fans. And. Um. Anyway. Wait, why is this mentioned in Monday Night Raw? So it looks like there's a lot of people talking about this. Oh, I see here. <laughs> Somebody shared a clip. Uh, and it says, it says, Nia Jax kissed my butt. <laughs> and it shows us of Charlotte. Shaking a booty in me, and Naya's like reacting to it. So weird. <laughs> um, I see what's going on, hon, about this. I guess, I guess the, I guess the two topics that we're talking about is Charlotte versus Naya and the weirdness of Gary and Cross. I mean, seriously. <laughs> Good grief. I guess there's some other st stuff talking about this. Like, somebody shared this. It looks like a screenshot of a United States Championship. Good damn, what the heck are they doing to poor Jamie? Oh, hello. What the heck? Wow. So, somebody shared, shared a screenshot and tweeted out to somebody saying, This is your doing when we t once talk about you watching Daddy. Hey, what the <laughs> F? And and they got promo and they got a promote promoted. It says somebody responded and said, "Oh my God, they're everywhere. They're listening to me speak. I swear, if they, if I see Angry Birds in my TL, I'm deleting everything." 
But what happened was, um, it looked like somebody got recommended, got got a recommendation of of a promoted tweet, and it's from an inside news who shared out fake news, badly enough. Of and it says here from Ringside News, which is by the way, is the dirt sheet that the pro wrestling community despise. Even every wrestler despises of this. Claims a uh, fake news tweet they shared saying Eric Bischoff believes fans will rejoice if Ric Flair wrestles in AEW. No, he won't. No, seriously. I don't think Rick will. He's he's kind of in his prime. And I guess the reason why they're saying that is because two things. Rick was spotted in uh in Mexico be- oh, accompanying his uh soon to be son in law out of Andrade El Idolo. Oh um because uh, because Ric Flair can, because he's no longer, he's not, he's not signed anywhere, and he was trying to be a good father-in-law, uh, uh, to, uh, to, uh, to Andrade, for the sake of, uh, his daughter, Ashley, you know, Charlotte, Charlotte Flair. <laughs> anyway, um, Second of all, that was... Second of all, the tweet does not make sense. <coughs> because of CM Punk is back in wrestling. Why should Ric Flair wrestle? I don't think even Eric Bischoff would say that. And if he did, he, he he's a complete nincompoop, okay? Um, if, and besides, I really would like to see Ric Flair may show up in, in AEW... You to support his son-in-law, soon-to-be son-in-law, Andrade. But as of right now, uh, he's not... I don't know. Actually, when are we going to ever see him wrestle again? Huh. That's the, that's the weirdest thing. I hope he... I hope he does. Like, maybe his match... Maybe they should... I, I, I can't believe I'm going to say this. Tony Khan and, and the four EVPs, or most precisely Kenny Omega, I think it's for the best for Kenny to wrestle against Andrade in uh, in in AEW by putting up the Triple A uh, Mega Championship title on the line. I mean. But, uh, just ban Don Callis and the Young Bucks Ucks and the Good Brothers from entering ringside, you know? And, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, and also Brian Cutler and Michael Nakazawa as well. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, the reason why I'm saying that is because, I mean... Let that happen. Although the weirdest part is, I don't know why I'm thinking about this. <laughs> I, I I know I had spoken this about this sooner, but Andrade, he, when he 
when he had Russell against Kenny Omega in Mexico, um, Andrade came out with Ric Flair, and Kenny Omega had Conan in his corner. I'm like, wait a minute, is Conan... Like, what the heck is Conan doing? I'm like, isn't he supposed to be in Major League Wrestling managing the new... or LAX? I'm like, really? I'm like, the last time I see Conan was him hanging out with the Santana Ortiz. He's... <laughs> Back day. In fact, speaking about Santi- Santana and Ortiz, I heard that the I heard the uh, the two of them will be facing off against uh, FTR again, and to I guess end this. I mean, they both been at it. Um, apparently, I think it was uh, Cash got. Injured? He got cut somehow well, during a match. And I'm like, sheesh. I'm like, that's too much, man. So I guess I guess that's probably happening at All Out. Anyway, so let's talk about um, some of the, the uh, stuff. Um, if you are living internationally, or what I talked about, Earlier, uh, um, the uh, the Wrestling Revolvers uh, wrestling show in oh, in October that's featuring the Switchblade, a, a it's featuring Switchblade versus Wolves of that is John Moxley and Sammy Callahan versus uh, Davy Richards and Eddie Edwards. Um, I'm just saying this because I'm just. Trying to give everybody a chance. If you are a, uh, if you want to watch this, watch that, or the, uh, or the pay per view, if you, you all out, if you are living in the outside of the United States, you know, I wish that everybody, um, I wish everybody, uh, go ahead and watch, uh, wish, I'm just saying this, because even though, no offense to Tony Khan, but I think from now on, I think even though Bleacher Report can go shove it, but I think AEW should be having all their pay-per-views on Fight TV, I'm just saying, and, because I don't know why we go, I don't know why US goes watch on the Bleacher Report, and everybody else goes on the Fight TV. I mean, that's not fair. But, <laughs> anyway, if you guys want to watch uh, anything with of AEW, if you're living out in the... Um, in the U... In the uh, U.S., um, you can watch Fight TV. Um... By using... Really? I think it... Did he get rid of it? Uh-oh. Sorry. Okay, here we go. Okay, so if you guys want to watch any of the AEW uh, 
if you're living out in the United States and if you want to watch AEW All Out or any of the, uh, or if you're in the U.S. and you want to check out that Wrestling Revolver show oh, that featuring uh, Callahan, Moxley, um, Richards, and Edwards, uh, you, if you don't have a, um, if you don't have a fight account, sign up. Use my uh, invite code G two zero. Sorry, G two O. Not the not zero. Not the not the number zero. It's G two O one eight nine. And that's G two O one eight nine. And and you sign up up. And you'll get twelve. No, you will get uh, ten dollars. Or it's worth of credits when you sign up. 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 And if you and if anybody can watch this, this, and if I can get enough, I mean, I can sure enough end up watching a lot of pay, a lot of shows for free. And the reason why I'm saying this is because I just want, you know, need. I just want to have more credits so I can easily watch uh, the. So I can easily uh, watch uh, the shows for free. <laughs> I mean, these big events and live shows for free. Hey. Um, the reason why I'm saying that is, well, <laughs> there's a lot. I mean. Especially, <laughs> I mean, it's not just, and it's not just pro wrestling. I mean, the reason why I'm saying this is because this is a podcast. Um, but there's others like, uh, they have a lot of things besides pro wrestling, but I did this because I am a, because I am a pro wrestling fan. I mean, they also have boxing, uh, MMA. Okay, um, and some other stuff as well. Oh, oh, when they have that slap fight, <laughs> we have a lot of things on demand, and you can watch. I mean, seriously, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And if live events, that's um, that you can see here, here. Now, I don't want to be, and the reason why I'm saying this, I don't want to sound mean, but seriously, I mean, why did Tony Khan wants to, you know, I don't know if it's his idea. He agreed to this, but whoever told him or if he came up with his ideal to have like United States to have U.S. fans to watch AEW pay-per-views on uh, on uh, Bleacher Report. I don't know why, unless they have some kind of weird deal going on. That's kind of weird, in my opinion. I mean, everything should be on Fight TV. 
I'm just saying that unless let's see you know something that I don't know or <clears throat> maybe you notice something. <laughs> well, actually, I'm just saying this this because I mean I have a I have what I had purchased is I have a lot of well a lot of things that I had purchased previously. Um, especially because I have, like, the Hanakamura Tribute Show I had purchased. I also had up purchasing some AIW shows. It was, that's the, uh, JT Lightning Tournament at Bundle that also features the Chandler Biggins Memorial Tag Team Tournament that took place in 2019. Of course, I don't. Although I don't know what to say about it now. Um, I also have some others like when I watched uh, Defiance No Regrets featuring Austin Aries and Stu Bennett, otherwise known as Wade Barrett, because he's back in WWE. <laughs> I also have I also have some others like watch like Supercard of Honor from Ring of Honor, and actually I have. Oh, I have the, oh, and a bunch of, of, uh, Evolve Wrestling, uh, shows, us, and also some others, including the, uh, WWE's Mercury Rising event, and actually even the CZW show. Oh. <sighs> Yes, I have even the one. Yeah, and if you guys want to know, it's a bad pa pattern. You could say is is I have a lot of I have some I watch a lot of evolved shows. <laughs> and if you guys want to know the recurring theme, the recurring theme is Chris Hero. <laughs> Oops. Sorry. It's a funny thing, Fight TV also follows me on Twitter. I'm like, I feel so weird that they do follow me on Twitter, yet I can't watch AEW All Out. I mean, I would want to watch that on Fight TV. <laughs> but, I don't know, Tony Khan made this. I, I don't know, unless somebody, unless somebody told him about th this, and ugh, I don't know. <laughs> That's the only thing. It's like, who came up with the idea of it? <laughs> anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Um, I'll probably do, probably in the next episode or two, I'll probably talk about, uh, I don't know, I'll be talk. I think I should talk about some bunch of wrestling stuff. I mean, actually, the one I'll probably talk about is Awesome Kong. Because, as I heard, she's done with pro wrestling. In other words, she's retiring. I guess you can say. Um, I will talk about her. I'll probably talk about Angelina Love. I don't know. It depends on how I am. I mean, I could talk about them. I'll talk about some other stuff. I don't know.
And yes, I will keep an eye out on the Alberto situation. I mean, it's... I'm very... Listen, I do apologize for everybody to hear me stumble upon that. It just... It was not right for me to think about that, but... It's just foolish for me. I just... Part of me just feels like... I mean, he's... If he's innocent, he's innocent. But otherwise, you know, he could go to jail. Well, and it depends on the sentencing. And, you know, and I just don't know. I'm sorry because I'm just confused about this, okay? But anyway, um, and as for the situations like the switchblade and uh, the walls, I'll keep an eye out. And as for, well, the questioning about if Chris Hero is responsible for the incoherence and reunion, I'll let you guys know. But I'm pretty sure I won't know that because as that's right, I also what I said, it's because I don't follow him anymore. And I blocked him. And I know what you guys are saying. Lindsay, why can't you just unblock him? Until he's... I don't know. I don't want to say it. I have a reason why and I'm not going to say it. Yeah. But anyway, now I'm hope I don't know what's going on with also... I also want to say something. I don't know about the situation about Brian Danielson. I don't know if he will be coming to AEW. But as soon as I hear things, I'll let everybody know. And as for Adam Cole, I I feel like I'm about, about two steps taken in to go on to subscribe, to go, to go on to Patreon and, and just be a member of, or of Fightful. It's ridiculous that behind the paywall of that to get information about this. <sighs> I don't know. I feel like I shouldn't be. But anyway, the only thing as I can tell you about is the Adam Cole situation is I don't know what's going on. And the only thing that has been pertained about Adam Cole is besides that he's been tweeting... I think, I don't know if he's really going to be, he, uh, is he really leaving Dirty for good? I'm not 100% sure. I mean, the only person who knows that is Sean Ross Sapp. And you have to go pay to get the information. Although he's really angry with uh, Mike Johnson of PW Insider -er because of, Mike not owing up the mistakes he have of getting the information up from Sean Ross Sapp. And I don't blame Sean about that. I mean, it's it's just really crazy. But far as I can say about it is, I don't know. The only thing I can tell you is he had tweeted that about, tweeted at, I think, I don't know if it's, he tweeted some, I think, Duddy, one of the Duddy uh, verified accounts about 
who says they want to ask, uh, ask Claudio Castellani-Cesaro a question about coffee, fee, or his wrestling skills, or anything. <laughs> the only thing I asked Claude, although I kind of did, and I asked him what's the best coffee house he went to. I am not gonna be. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be talking about Chris Hero, okay? <laughs> Dang it. Uh, anyway, if anybody hears about this, especially if I find out even Tony Khan listens to my podcast, thanks. But uh, <laughs> I, even though I'll feel so weird about this, but you know, it's crazy enough. All right, and I know I'm gonna keep on talking, mentioning about this, but. Who knows? So, yes. So, the question is... Is Adam Cole done with WWE? I have no idea. The only person who has the information is Sean Rodsap. And he hides it in the paywall. So... Please don't get mad at me. Take this out on Sean Rodsap. I mean... If you want to, don't like him. If we do, you know, that sort of stuff. I don't know. Just, just kidding, Sean. Just don't get mad at me. I just, I'm just so confused what's going on right now. Anyway, um, but like I said about the Alberta stuff, I have no idea what's been going on. And I mean, I kind of stumbled this because I was thinking about something else that led me to about that on page, and it's so weird thinking about it that I mean. It is what it is. But anyway, thank you all for listening. I will be back for another episode. So stay tuned. Till then. Bye.